0: Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. Hi, I'm Doug McAllister, your host and storyteller, and this is the weekly podcast from Journey Fellowship Church in Slidell, Louisiana. We are jf.church on the web, or you can download the Journey app from your app store. Type in Journey Fellowship Church in the search bar and download with our compliments. Thanks to my producer, Cade, from his studio in the country where we're recording this morning. This is Stories I Didn't Tell last Sunday, episode number 29, and the title of today's story is, The Longest Story in History. Let's get to it. Sparky is known as the guy who told the longest story ever by one human being, a story that would last nearly 50 years. Sparky was born in Minneapolis on November 26th of 1922 and grew up in St. Paul. His dad was a barber and his mom a homemaker. America was still recovering from World War I and likely moving into another war. Life was hard for Sparky. By the way, a nickname that was given to him by his uncle. Sparky often struggled in school, failing many of his classes. Later on, he would describe his own life as one filled with rejection. In 1937, when he was only 15 years old, he submitted some of his art to Ripley's Believe It or Not, and they published it in their nationally syndicated newspaper column. It seemed to Sparky at the time that this just might be the highlight of his life. While still a senior in high school, with the encouragement of his mother, Sparky enrolled in a correspondence school with the hopes of becoming an artist, a dream he had since childhood days when he began practicing how to draw Popeye, the sailor. Two monumental events happened in 1943 that would change his life forever. First, his mother died from cancer, and then, a few days later, he boarded a troop train to begin his Army career at Camp Campbell, Kentucky, and go on to serve as a soldier in World War II. Although he remained proud of his military service, that experience coupled with his mother's death had a deep impact in his life that shaped his core values and developed his worldview. Maybe it made him appreciate the innocence of childhood, and it certainly inspired his art. He had no way of knowing this at the time, but it created a perspective in him that would affect hundreds of millions of people around the world. Sparky returned from the war in the fall of 1945 and moved in with his father, who lived in an apartment above his barber shop in St. Paul. Sparky took a job with the Art Institute, and that kept him busy drawing and trying to make a living as an artist. He published some of his work in the local newspaper and even sold some to the national magazine, the Saturday Evening Post. It was during this time that he created a simple comic strip that he called Little Folks. When he was 27 years old, he got a big break. He was offered an opportunity to showcase his art. Sparky, who was now going by the more grown-up name Charles, was offered a deal to nationally syndicate his comic strip. But since there was already a comic strip with a similar name to Little Folks, the United Feature Syndicate insisted on a new name for the comic strip. And Charles begrudgingly agreed. On October 2, 1950, the newly renamed comic strip appeared in seven newspapers. And on that day, Peanuts was born. Charles Schultz would draw every Peanuts comic strip by hand for the next 50 years. At Peanuts' height in the 1990s, Charles was the most popular comic strip artist in the world, with an estimated audience of 350 million readers. He would amass a personal fortune in his lifetime in excess of $1 billion. And even now, two decades after his death, his estate still generates more than $30 million each year from Peanuts. Over nearly 50 years, Charles drew 17,897 published Peanuts comic strips. The last Peanuts strip ran on February 12, 2000, only one day after Schultz had died. Charles' life was devoted to telling a story of childhood friends and a beagle that stretched across nearly 50 years in more than 17,000 strips. And that is why Charles Schultz, Sparky, is known as the man who told the longest story in human history. Anyway, that's the story I didn't tell last Sunday. For JF.Church, this is Doug McAllister.